0: Hello and welcome to our crop insurance podcast hosted by Farm Credit Services of America Frontier Farm Credit. This podcast includes trusted advisors who will focus on information you can apply to your own operation so you can make more informed decisions and ultimately take less risk and make more money.
1: I'm your host Chris Boer. I lead our crop insurance team in northwest Iowa. Joining me today is one of our crop insurance agents Rebecca Wellenstein We've invited Rebecca to help us understand WIP Plus and why you may want to consider this farm program for your operation. But before we get started, Rebecca, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Thanks, Chris. I grew up on a farm near Worthington, Minnesota. My parents farmed there. I went to college at Northwestern in Northwest Iowa and graduated from there with a business and finance degree. I swore up and down that I was not interested in ag after helping my dad do various tasks as a child, including picking rocks, and then ended up marrying a farmer. And my husband and I farm by Centerville and we have two children. Uh, We have a robust operation with corn, soybeans, wheat, pigs, and cows.
1: That's great, thanks Rebecca. Between your kids and uh, your job at Farm Credit, and your, your guys' farming operation, you got a lot going on. So we're happy that you took a few minutes of your time to join our podcast today.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Let's get down to business. Rebecca, can you shed some light on the WIP Plus program? Tell us more about it.
0: Thanks, Chris. The WIP Plus stands for Wildfire and Hurricane Indemnity Program. And so by the very nature of the program, a lot of people don't think they qualify But in fact, they do when they added excess moisture for 2019. And I know we can say here for South Dakota, that affected a lot of producers here in South Dakota, the excess moisture, just like it did in your area in Northwest Iowa. So despite the name of the program, you will find that a lot of people do qualify.
1: Talk a little bit more about the criteria for producers to qualify for potential payments.
0: Well, WIP is available for 2018 and 2019 crop years, but a majority of our producers are going to qualify under that 2019 crop year due to the excessive moisture clause. So the first thing that, that you have to have to qualify is you have to be in a county with a qualifying disaster where there was a presidential or secretarial disaster declaration. And I know that's a mouthful. So if you can go out to the farmers.gov website, Uh, They have some great resources where you can look to see if your county does qualify. Now, if you're listening and you're in South Dakota, uh, you don't even need to go look because in 2019, everybody was in. In your area, Chris, I can't speak to that. Maybe you know if some of your counties were, you can also go out to this website and look. So the other thing is if you're not in one of those counties that were declared one of those disasters, you can supply documentation to your local FSA office with that proof that your crops were impacted by a qualifying disaster event, which would then be left up to the county committee to determine if you qualify.
1: Yes, yeah, I think about 2018 and 2019 for Northwest Iowa, we, we had some areas that had really good yields and some areas that had poor yields because of access moisture and likely qualify for payments because of that. So that's good insights to know where we might potentially qualify and, and where producers can go to, to find out if they're in a qualifying county or not.
0: Uh, The one thing I would add is for 2018, uh, we did have some producers that were able to get in for that, but the important thing is that they would look to see that they were along a river or some type of body of water that caused that excess moisture because the WIP program went from being just WIP in 2018 to the WIP Plus program then in 2019.
1: Good clarification on that, Rebecca, for for both 2018 and 2019. Tell us more about the sign-up process for WIP. What do producers need to do next?
0: Well, sign up is super simple. So all you need to do is contact your local FSA office and tell them you'd like to sign up for Plus. The one thing I would reiterate time and time again is that the FSA offices are super swamped. You know, we've had a lot of programs being thrown at these people like CFAP and other things that are going on also trying to do acreage reporting and working under, you know, we're all in different times right now with the COVID-19 going on. So everything's a little bit backed up. So it's going to take a little bit of time before you would get your paperwork or even before they get to working on your farm to see if you do qualify.
1: That's a good call out, Rebecca, on the, the workload that our FSA offices are experiencing. And it's important that producers, when they go to their FSA office, have their paperwork and documentation in order. So tell us a little bit about what that paperwork or documentation process looks like at, as producers sign up and, and get ready to go to their FSA office.
0: Well, there's really not a lot of paperwork that that insured is going to need. Um, There's something called a Whipper Report, which your information from um, your crop insurance company should be on the Whipper Report, but then there are times that it is not on the Whipper Report, and then you will need to have your production report sent over to the FSA office for them to use to plug in that information then to see if you had a loss. If you had a loss with your crop insurance, though, we can be pretty assured that that information should be there.
1: Yeah, with the CFAP program going on right now, we have a lot of customers asking for that production report that you referred to. So it sounds like that could also be used for this program as well if needed.
0: Yes, it's it's something you're going to want to keep quite handy.
1: Is there a cost to sign up for the WIP program?
0: There is not, and I get this question a lot. What, what, what is the cost for me to do this? And there is no cost. Uh, it's just a program that's being offered uh, by the FSA office, and it's definitely one you're gonna wanna look into.
1: We've covered quite a bit of ground, uh, Rebecca, on, on the WIP Plus program. Let's get into some of the details here on potential payments how a producer determines uh, if they're in a loss or not. Can you talk a little bit about that?
0: You bet. So WIP basically takes your crop insurance level and it's going to increase it. So for example, if I bought a 75% crop insurance level, the WIP Plus program is going to act as if I purchased 92.5% coverage. So even if I didn't have a crop insurance loss at my 75%, I could now have a loss given that this WIP Plus Plus acts as if I purchased 92.5%. So like I mentioned before, if you did have a loss, we know that there'll be a payment coming, provided that it was due to a qualifying disaster event such as excess moisture, which is something you will have to sign to uh, when you get your WIP application and and it shows that there is a payment earned. You will have to to certify to the fact that you're saying, yep, uh, my loss is due to excess moisture. So being that there was a loss, the WIP Plus program will, will subtract off any crop insurance money you already got if you were at that 75% level. So basically the farmer is gonna get that extra 17 and a half percent. So another important takeaway for the WIP Plus is you're gonna get half of your money up front. And if funds remain, that additional 50% would come after the first of the year.
1: You mentioned the the 17.5% or the additional coverage above your, your federal crop insurance. And I think that's important to point out how we could have good yields even in 2018 or 2019, and producers still likely might be eligible for potential payments. Is that right?
0: That's correct. Yep.
1: Is there any way to determine if I got my yield history put together, what a potential per acre payment might look like?
0: We can get you a rough idea, but it's simply, again, a a rough idea. We have access to an Excel spreadsheet. We could punch it in and and give you a rough idea.
1: You talked a little bit, Rebecca, about how crop insurance and this farm program are tied together, and that's one of the themes that we're seeing with many more of these farm programs is how they are very interconnected with each other. It's easy to see how that's the same case with the WIP plus program and your coverage level that you selected. Another important decision on the crop insurance is is your unit structure where a producer, you know, chooses between enterprise units or optional units. Does that have any impact on, on potential payments with this program?
0: Thanks for asking this question, Chris, because oftentimes um, this question gets overlooked. Yes, this WIP Plus is going to mimic exactly what your crop insurance policy has. So if you were enterprise units on your crop insurance policy, your WIP Plus program is going to work the same way enterprise units. On the flip side, if you were optional units, your WIP Plus will be optional units as well. It even goes as far as to the multi-county enterprise election. So if you multi-countied a different county into a primary county, it will look at that too for the production standpoint. So it's very intuitive as far as reading into your crop insurance policy, which is not, I don't think we've ever seen this with any other program before.
1: Yeah, that's good clarification. If I'm optional units, there's high likelihood I could have some farms where I get paid on for for WIP and then other fields I may not. And then for enterprise units, It still is giving you that shallow loss coverage, you know, on that first uh, initial losses where even if you had decent yields, even on enterprise units, you still should consider looking into this because you might be in a payable loss. As you interact with customers you work with on a regular basis, what are you seeing out in the countryside? Are, Are producers starting to get payments? Are they completing their applications right now? What's it look like out in the field?
0: Well, as I mentioned earlier, Chris, you know, the FSA offices are bombarded with all the programs going on. So payments are slow to come. So my advice is be patient, you know, have your documentation available if if you're going to apply. At this point, there is no deadline for the WIP Plus program which makes the, this program one that goes on the back burner, so to speak. So as far as precedence goes, you know, FSA is kind of putting it more towards the bottom of the pile because there isn't this deadline, so to speak. So my one ask of the, the listeners today is when you receive your WIP Plus paperwork, that you have your crop insurance agent look it over to verify everything is correct. And we have seen a few times where the production doesn't always come over as it was reported to the agent. So as you can imagine, anytime data is pushed from one entity to another, errors can occur. So if you're listening today and you're not a farm credit customer, we can have you fill out an AIP release form, and we'd be more than happy to verify your production information is correct and see if you qualify for a payment or not.
1: Are there any other requirements if i do get a whip payment that producers should be aware of
0: yes there is chris and this is another thing that you will sign to as well uh, if you receive a payment that being that you will agree to purchase crap insurance at least a 60 percent level or higher for the next two years
1: okay good clarification there rebecca is there anything that would cause producers to not get paid if they were in a qualifying loss
0: Actually, there is, Chris. You know, if you had all prevent plants or any prevent plant for that matter, those acres will not qualify for the WIP Plus program. Um, They are saying because that extra top-up payment occurred, that extra 15%, that was the equivalent to this WIP Plus, which is for just straight production losses, not for um, the prevent plant. So it's got to be planted acres and production.
1: We talked about how your crop insurance coverage level impacts your potential payments for WIP. What about for those producers that are not buying crop insurance today? Are they eligible for WIP payments?
0: Yes, they can be. So what they can do is go to the FSA office. Obviously, this is the anomaly that most producers are buying insurance, but you can sign up for the WIP Plus program, but you are agreeing that you will buy crop insurance for the next two years with at least that 60% coverage level. If you would decide not to, they are saying they will come back and tape that WIP Plus money away. So as far as, you know, what percentage they're using, that would be a really good question of FSA, but I know it is available.
1: In summary, where does a producer go from here? Can you break things down a little bit for us?
0: Yeah, Chris, certainly. So step one, you're going to want to know that you're in a qualifying county. So were you in a disaster designated county? If if you don't have the website handy to you or you don't have the internet, call your local FSA office because you're going to have to make that call anyway if you want to sign up. So at that point, you're just going to tell them, hey, put me down on your list for the WIP Plus program. I want to see if I have a loss. They will contact you. Either way, letting you know uh, if they need some type of additional information, if your uh, report didn't come over on the whipper, meaning your production information, so there may need to be a call out to get that production information to the FSA office. Um, And then at that point, they'll know whether or not you have a payment coming. Um, If you do, there will be some paperwork that will come to you in the mail, and you'll have to fill out that paperwork. They are asking you if you did any silage that you would notate that on the form that there was some stuff cut for silage. So make sure again that like I mentioned prior, have that information looked over that the production is all correct. Then at that point, sign the paperwork and send it back to the FSA office and then your check should come however it would normally come when you get your proceeds from FSA, be that direct deposit or, or whatever your means are.
1: Yeah, we know these farm programs are designed to help producers through some of these unprecedented times, and, and this is another example of a farm program there to assist producers. And it's important to point out, if FSA by chance does not have your production records porting over, that your crop insurance records from your agent will suffice for this program. Is that correct?
0: That's correct, Chris. Yes.
1: Rebecca, any last comments before we wrap up today?
0: Well, I just want to thank you, Chris, for having me today and for giving me the opportunity to talk about WIP Plus. I mean, there are so many programs going on right now and the ability for producers to keep track of, of what program to sign up for and, and what's going on. I mean, it's just, it's overwhelming for them. So I want to give you a, a big thanks for letting me have the opportunity to talk about it today. And uh, it's important for producers to, to know that these are available and to align themselves with someone who gives them the information in a timely manner. So thank you.
1: Hopefully this podcast was beneficial for you. Remember that your crop insurance policy gives you a guaranteed minimum crop insurance revenue. Nothing else in farming guarantees you money. The only financial guarantee in farming comes from your crop insurance policy. Rebecca, thanks for your insights and expertise around the WIP program. To our listeners, thank you
0: for joining us today.